0: coming up on today's show friendly neighborhood
1: cinematic universe old school is gonna be the new school i'm mary poppins y'all and if half the ideas fail but the entire goal is reached is it a stroke of genius nice wow that was really good
0: right <laughs> this is episode 74 of the geek 30 happy hour back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all of the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is June 18th, 2017. My name is Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello!
1: How are you doing today,
0: sir? Good. Happy Father's Day to Happy you. Happy Father's Day, sir! Yes. You, I mean, you um, and all your Ill- illegitimate children all so over the world. So, this is no joke. The third
1: time someone has said Happy Father's Day to me. <laughs> um,
0: one of the, I mean, I just <laughs> assume because of all your...
1: One is a a Joe, a one, one unknowingly, and then one was just somebody else, and it was kind of weird. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I guess because of the white in the beard, I'm I'm expecting I'm to be. I'm telling you, yeah.
0: you know, you're old enough to be my grandfather. Uh, so apparently, it's just... you know,
1: so that's what I was saying. So um, aside from the jokes on on my side, I've had three happy Father's Day Father's Day today. Um, you. Happy Father's Day! Thank you. Yeah, this is my very first Father's Day, and it's been awesome. It's been a blessing. You almost missed it. I she was she was was baking in there. She didn't want to come out. It was
0: yeah. You know, it was funny. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine who I work with. His son was born yesterday. Oh wow! So like today, like what a freaking awesome Father's Day, right? Like he got his (laughs) son yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that timing, yeah, it was really cool. Today was the best Father's Day ever, guys, because. my daughter, so you know, my daughter, she's what five weeks old. She's still kind of seeing, you know, babies. Their their uh, sight and stuff. It doesn't really kind of come into um, full development for about a month or two. Today, she woke up and saw me and had a big smile on her face i legit almost started crying it was great <laughs>
1: that's adorable uh,
0: it was like the best father i wanted to make ever. a
1: comment that you know after it takes a month for their eyes to develop mine's never developed let's be honest oh you're <laughs> got still the, going yeah i'm still well i I'm just decapitating at this point <laughs> but, you know i never got the full eyesight I feel so. like, I,
0: dude i feel like my <laughs> eyesight has been going to i think it's yeah. just all these computers that we stare at all day it just doesn't help I think.
1: there's also that but i would just always been blind Yo, have you had yeah. glasses your entire life uh since well I've been forced to have them since seventh grade. I should have probably had them in fourth grade. Really? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I've never had to have glasses. My dad ended up getting glasses kind of later in life, and it's... actually, my mom has had them pretty much her whole life. Okay. So I kind of caught more of the like better eyesight. But man, these days I'm like squinting to try to see stuff. It's which bad. is bad for
1: you. It's um, Bad. My parents have the big ass iPhones. You know, the ones that are like eighteen inches. Uh-huh and even those it's, it's like one word per line it's like super big bold yes, words right. so that's where they're at right now and i'm kind of worried about it Mine's is i haven't had to put any zoom on my phone okay but i'm also wearing like bottle glasses you know <laughs> bottle caps on my face so you I know mean, if you guys have been in <laughs> in the
0: uh, chat room when we've uh, done the show and by the way shout out to everybody listening live in the chat room you can always do that 8 p.m eastern on sundays um except next week which we'll get to in a second yes um but we uh we ha- I had tried on Judge's glasses and I almost <laughs> threw up because of how,
1: how tar- powerful. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I was like, "What is wrong with you? Why am I seeing like the eighth dimension?" Did
1: you? Was it um, me, myself, and Irene? Did you ever see that movie with Jim Carrey? Yes. There was, uh, I think that's one with the, with a super white albino kid and he had the glasses and he had the little focal lens and somebody put him on and he could see inside the window of an airplane flying by. <laughs> like, oh, really? Super magnum, like, I feel like that's where I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you got like <laughs> like,
1: like supervision <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, if, if normal people wear this, it would be supervision. If I yeah. wear it, I'm normalized. No, me yeah, I. just almost had a stroke is basically what happened. <laughs> I
0: was like, oh my God, my
1: brain overload. But was it a stroke of genius?
0: Perhaps. Ah. Perhaps. And speaking of stroke of genius, uh uh-huh. um, We are going to be recording at uh, the the escape room next week. Yes, escape room Herndon. Escape room Herndon. So we were able to align schedules. We are going to test their new um, uh, not Star uh, not Wars, not Star Wars, <laughs> but kind of like a Warring of the Stars inspired um, room uh, with our uh, with Nebula our winners. battles. So it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, be sure to listen in. We release episodes every Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you could hear um, our, our recording after we do the show or after we do the actual beta test. We'll we won't be, be broadcasting
1: it. live for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be on Saturday, right? It's going
0: to be – we're going to be doing it on a Saturday night. Right,
1: and the other thing is we really don't want you to see inside. We really want you to go to the room and experience it yourself. Yeah, and we're going to
0: record it right inside the room right. when we're done
1: with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. we don't want to get any, give away any clues you know, and all that fun stuff, so right. we're not going to broadcast live. It's going to be all audio at that point absolutely but it's going to be so much fun Omar oh, yeah. has a a a sight and a brain for this stuff and it's amazing yep
0: yep so uh stay to tu- stay tuned to that you can um subscribe of course by going to geek30.com and we've got a a really fun show today we're going re- we're drinking some great craft brew from a local brewery Nice. and we also have some fun news topics that i thought would be um, cool for us to discuss and we're finally able to talk about guardians of the galaxy <laughs> volume 2 <laughs> Finally. Because just seen it, and I want to get his uh, opinion on it, and, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a little bit spoiler-filled, so we'll give you guys a heads up before right. that in case you haven't seen it yet. Um, so, let's go ahead and move on to the beer
1: segment. Oh, hello, Geek It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Solis Brewing Company, located in Dulles, Virginia. That's
0: right. Isn't this there is there an airport out there? There is a, a big-ass airport. I-80. Um, iad this is like one of the biggest international airports this is why we can't fly drones around here right it's like a five mile limitation yeah that's actually true yeah yeah so like i if i were to fly a drone from my house here because i'm close enough it's right. like there there's a big no no Well,
1: because there's a, there's a cap right you can only go like what 20 feet or 80 feet or something like that like if you go too high then yeah the faa know. has yeah. like <laughs> got some
0: big limitation on it right and um and we're also like around some really top secret like
1: government sites Shh, in this sorry, no, sorry no no we Deanna, have, say no we have no
0: no they're trying to come in just say no
1: we, we house pixar and hp that's right <laughs> yes that's it that's asterisk it. um so today we are
0: drinking a brown ale what from solace brewing company if you guys know me my favorite beer in the world is newcastle brown ale i just dun, dun, love dun, dun. brown ales right. uh they're they're malty and sweet and awesome everything i want in in a beer and um You know, Solace Brewing Company was started, it literally opened about a week ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, my buddy Drew um, owns it and i'll uh, say your
1: buddy drew it and it's like did he no, actually no. Die- he, he drew, <laughs> his name
0: is is andrew short for you know short, shortened it's drew and he uh yeah he started this brewery about a week ago and you know he's been brewing ever since he was actually one of the head brewers at beltway brewing company nice um and he makes really good beer man i um his family owns paradise springs winery what in clifton really? yeah wow and they uh he, I remember, you know, they become really good family friends of mine. And so he uh, we were at this like special kind of event at, at Paradise Springs at closed and everything. And Drew walked in with a little miniature growler of beer that he brewed at home. Oh wow! And this is prior to him ever starting a Beltway, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I, I just started brewing for fun, you know." And and I'm sure uh, Christian in the chat room who's been on the show, our Horizon, he's he's been on the show. He brews his own beer at home. Absolutely. He can appreciate this. Like he was like, "I just wanted to get people's feedback on my beer." And I tried it. And I was like, "Dude, I, re- I really like this. Yeah, like it's really good." And and you know, he kept getting a lot of really good feedback, and um, ended up getting a gig over at Beltway Brewing, and now he's opened up his own brewery. Nice. And we're drinking really good beer from there. I uh, and I visited today. They had a really great um, Father's Day celebration mm-hmm. where they give out like a free pint glass to dads. Nice. And uh, I'm I'm now wearing. If you're if you're in the chat room again, Twitch.tv/slash Geek30. You can listen live. Uh, you see my solace swag on right now look at my hat and my shirt <laughs> see um, i would
1: have that too had i been invited but you know my again once again it's two for two no, on you just, that I, the invitation just gotten a lot of the be, mail you have to be awesome you know that's all. and you know just quattro Goombas, now solace yeah I just you know just, that's that's cool know, I, mean, I don't have feelings you'll, you'll you know, get just, there just, jojo yeah, know, you'll get I'm there sure, yeah, i mean yeah, right right now you're no about love, like here no it's like an inch away i thought we were friends you went to a place of beer and didn't bring me
0: well here's one thing that i'm going to say about their beer is that Deanna liked every single one of their beers. Now, that's very significant because she's very picky. She's like a Miller Lite drinker. Yeah. And she was like, Alex, I can drink every, even the IPAs. Oh, wow. The IPAs were very well balanced. So today we're drinking a brown ale. Um, let's go ahead and say cheers. a quick cheers. And cheers to everybody in the chat room. And listening live or at home or drinking to this podcast, etc. Um wrath in the chat room says he's currently drinking an infusion com- uh brew company vanilla bean blonde oh wow um that sounds very
1: good um so jojo what's your thought on this beer so it's um there's a little bit of a sweetness to it that i didn't expect uh, definitely don't have the malting on there um it has a a bitter hot bite to it not a, like a, an alcoholic bite but like a, a bitter kind of presence there um that's actually kind of slow me down in drinking that because it's Mm -hmm. otherwise it's super smooth and uh, really really awesome
0: yeah it's kind of dry at the end which i thought was really interesting um and it's actually hoppier what i was gonna tell you is this tastes hoppier than when i had it
1: at the brewery this is that's like two, two for, for two, two. again it, see when you don't invite me and then you bring it back <laughs> see even even the beer's bitter that's right <laughs> About, you know, that's right <laughs> it says, you, you know what you did you know what you did <laughs> you know what you did um
0: so this is a 5.8 ABV beer malty with a hint of hops classic American hops cascade Chinook and Columbus so yeah it's got a little bit of a bitiness kind of at the end right um that I thought was was uh When I was first drinking it, you know, actually this kind of came off the tail end of me drinking a session IPA. Oh wow! So maybe that's why it didn't taste quite as hoppy because I came off of a session IPA, exactly, um, which Uh was not extremely hoppy. It was it was very, you know, you could taste the hops, Uh but it wasn't like face melting. It was just so pleasant. Like it was it was a very easy to drink. I think it was a four point five percent, like really easy to drink, something I want to have on a summer day sort of thing. They also had had a watermelon infused um, uh, let me think I think it was a wit it was called uh, beach bod no it was a yeah Belgian wit i got a dad bod i don't have a beach bod <laughs> oh man you drink enough of these and that 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 beach bod will be getting further and further away so yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're running away from the beach yeah. i'm running towards my winter clothes right now <laughs> but I, I i loved this beer he's yeah. actually thinking about i was texting him i was texting drew about it and i was like you know i'm gonna take some of this for the show and he was like yeah great we're thinking about renaming it Beer Thirty, which is kind of where Geek30 came from. Nice. And I was just like, oh yeah, it's just meant be to be. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So uh kudos, Drew. Well done. Definitely, Good job. definitely check it out. So their uh, their website is SolaceBrewing.com. Um, they have a really cool mission where they do a lot of uh, charitable work as well. You can um, you can check out their website, SolaceBrewing.com.
1: I do want to point out that uh Brett and uh Bill had a couple of Anderson Valley Summer Ales from a local watering hole in Herndon, Virginia. Yeah. that they were raving about. They loved to death and they were yeah. complaining that we didn't have it on our show yet.
0: Well, I you know, it's funny that you say that, Jojo, <laughs> because that uh was going to be poten- potentially Yes. the beer
1: for next episode.
0: Maybe, I don't maybe,
1: know, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll see. I mean, we'll work on it, we'll right? We'll, we'll see. Work. We 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 have a we have a lot of surprises yet to reveal. Oh, yeah. We got,
0: we, we got things to do, and that's why you got to stick around and listen to the and, geek Three we have. So we can, we can not star the wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't war on those stars. Don't war on
1: those stars. That's a Nebula. Don't you know, yeah. fight. The, we're going to you know, get sued or whatever. something. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so
0: next up on the news segment, we're going to be talking about how um, Spider-Man might not be going so far away from the MCU. I still move. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah, uh, the um, we're also talking about how a certain console developer is making a huge comeback,
1: uh, which is very exciting. Enough. Are they trying to console their old? Um, They're you know,
0: consoling their old console owners
1: to console to console.
0: Yeah, and then we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So stick around. This is the news. So first up, spiders. Um, spiders. Sony's Spider-Man. <laughs> you want to do that over again? No, no, we're okay. good. Um, the spin-off movie uh, could include Tom Holland. Yes. Which is really, really neat because you know, uh, well, well, Jojo, what happens when Sony gets a hold of things?
1: <laughs> uh, bad words. Um, they fuck do, it do you, to the
0: ground. Do you wa- do you want to just? I mean, I could step away for about twenty minutes <laughs> if you just want to go off on a Sony tangent.
1: They 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 uh, they they poop on it. And then they hammer the poop, and mm-hmm. then they hammer the hammered poop. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's and then
0: they step in the poop,
1: and then take <laughs> said it on shoe. Fire? They yeah. take said
0: shoe and rub it on your carpet when they walk in
1: <laughs> on your white uh, couches. Fuck your couches, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I mean this
0: is kind of cool because uh, what what they're basically saying is that uh, the MCU could could bleed into Sony's um workings within the Spider-Man universe. Right, right. And we could be seeing when when Sony actually puts out a a Spider-Man movie, they could bring, you know, they'll bring in Tom Holland. Right. And what they're also saying is that Venom um, this new Venom movie coming out starring uh, Tom Hardy right. is going to be within the same universe. So we there's an, art, there's an article here from Nerdist.com. It says, The idea that Sony was going to make a standalone movie about Spider-Man villains in a separate comic book universe has always seemed a little weird. Obviously, they want to monetize the characters they own the rights to, and Silver Sable and Black Cat could conceivably exist in the um, as their own thing. But Venom, for example, is almost entirely divine, defined by being a big black evil Spider-Man looking creature. How do you uh how do you do him in a world without Spider-Man without royally messing things up? Um and essentially Amy Pascal confirms that Black Cat and uh the the Venom Movie will pa- you see how they spelled venom in that tweet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The venom movie uh, will pass in the Twitter. same. Yeah, will <laughs> pass in the same universe of Spider-Man: Homecoming. So basically, what that sounds like she's saying here is that uh, while Sony may have its own Spider Verse, the Spider-Man that Sony and Marvel share can appear in both, just as Iron Man appears in Spider-Man: Homecoming. It makes sense to license um, some Spider-Man villains like the Vulture to Marvel so that they can share movies. Um, so that the shared movies can have uh, familiar foes, and there's no need to give them all up. So, JoJo, what's? I mean, what's your thought about this? It, it sounds like there's definitely some promise from the talent mm-hmm. end of the acting realm, but but still, we have this issue that Sony has too much control of the Spider-Man franchise.
1: So, I have one or two things concerning directly the movie itself, not anything Sony-related, but just in a movie. Um, either. They're gonna make these movies with in in conjunction with Marvel. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, using Marvel as a like a consultant, not necessarily like a big, you know, yeah. whatever. The Marvel,
0: the Marvel as owned by
1: Disney, as that owned by exactly MCU. that owns yeah. everything else, and maybe it's some sort of stuff in Fox right. or whatever. But uh, they're gonna consult with them first and see where things are going. And if they don't, then they're gonna do stuff that's not gonna have any kind of bearing on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It'll tie into it, mm-hmm. but it won't have any weight in there at all. Right. Um. Sony as a whole, I I feel like they're trying to make up to customers after 20 years of just arrogance and, yeah. and general, like, fuckery. <laughs> well, I mean, know? you think
0: about all, all the... the Tom Foolery, if yeah. you will of, of the, of the <laughs> spider-man franchise
1: i really think spider-man that- alone but things like blu-ray Minidisc, umds you know a bunch of things have, like the sony memory cards that the, the duo memory cards when mm-hmm. everybody was using sd you know so yeah. a lot of things that they've done in the past where you had to do it only their way and only their things whenever they're putting out uh, a new tv they're actually coming out with a new tv in an oled and they're using lg panel with the sony guts and i will tell you um as someone who this has been what almost two years of this podcast and since day one i've been adamant against sony mm-hmm. i'm telling you sony's the best right now as far as guts goes i was about as to ra- say yeah as far as the processing goes, yep. uh, LG has the the handle on the on the OLED stuff, and so bringing the two together is it's an awesome marriage. Kind of sucks they don't do all the HDR formats, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Um, they they see where there's an opportunity, and they're trying to blend the two together and make something work for the masses—people who want you know the Sony experience, but with the the best version of a of a television. Right. They're doing this with the Marvel Universe. they are like, okay, we know we've rebooted this thing eighteen times in the last fourteen years. Yeah. Um you know well, let's let's actually do it the right way we see a track record with marvel everybody loves every marvel movie that's coming out and yeah. they're not you know bleeding over each other and all off on stuff yeah. uh so they're they're taking an approach of hey let's do it the right way and so i'm i'm thinking in this case scenario they're actually you're just going to talk to marvel what's the best approach it's still our movie we're going to try and make the best movie out of right. it but you know they have some Dude, recommendations have to, on top of it if
0: i if i have to see uncle ben die again i'm going to be really really Uncle upset. Ben is tired of dying you know, yeah, I all, know all 18 versions of him he's he, he just shooting me yeah for real
1: <laughs> i'm tired um, of getting shot
0: now I, I think what's going to be really interesting because and just to clarify here folks like they've uh they've pretty much confirmed that more uh the that the spider-man homecoming movie they're making at least two more right after this whether or not it's homecoming two homecoming three whatever right. Or um, two and completely home,
1: different. You know, homecoming.
0: Footprints. Yeah, and homecoming is referring, you know, obviously to the to the to, you know the comic story, but uh, there's there's a um Robert Downey Jr. talked about in a in an interview that it's almost a coming home of the Spider Man um character to the true MCU, you know, instead of him in off these offshoot Sony things. So um it will be very interesting, I think, to See these offshoot Spider-Man. So let's let's just say that in total we've got like six Spider-Man movies. Yeah. You have Homecoming One, Two, and Three, made Mm -hmm. by MCU, you know, the Marvel, Disney, Marvel thing. And then you got like Sony kind of at the helm and, and Marvel's kind of sitting there on the backside going, okay, do this, do this, do this. Right. What the quality difference is going to be and where there may be hiccups in potential
1: storyline so disney has a fantastic arm at making things look fantastic look mm-hmm. at dr strange yeah. even like the oh, original dr strange was a, was a mind trip which is beautifully done yeah, really good. um but the original iron man was still amazing when it came out you know mm-hmm. some of the the early versions of the computer being in the air and jarvis and whatnot right sony does some amazing things and for as much as i didn't like ghostbusters the new version of ghostbusters it was still a beautiful freaking movie you know it was yep. still Beautifully done uh the digital artists they use and whatnot so they have the capability of making something look really good i'm hoping they take marvel's hand at actually making the story good and and worthwhile and not hitting reset on every two they love to jump the guns like oh you need this for the money and then you know they they skip a b and c and it goes straight to d and then you get an f platform you know so
0: i'm I'm really hoping that i'm really hoping for the best spider-man deserves it it's a great um it's just it's a great story right a lot of really good villains in it. Right, you absolutely. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's fun action, man. And lot one of my,
1: my biggest issues with the Spider-Man, especially in the movies, especially Sony's version of it, Spider-Man, uh, for me, has been mostly a high schooler. And then, you know, gets to the college, yes. you know, there's this version yep. of that. Every single movie, every, they, 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 A, they shoot Uncle Ben again, and <laughs> yeah. then he's in college, and then outside of college, like 14 minutes later into the movie. You yep. know, he grows up like in 12 seconds. You know, i actually be a high schooler that's something that they
0: talked about in that interview. I, I mentioned Robert Downey Jr. talks about the right. significance be- behind the the term homecoming. Um, there is also a, a, a thing that uh, Jimmy Kimmel mentions. He's like, "This is the Spider Man that I remember reading, like when I was growing up. Right. He was he was a kid, right? Um, kind of." Coming into his own, you don't have a an Andrew Garfield. Well, well I did like Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. um, as Spider Man. He was he too whiny. He was old. Well, he needs angst. Oh he my was, god! Yeah, it, it was it was a little too put on because it, yeah. he's not a teenager he's no. like in his like 20s yeah right you know what i mean so 30 um, year old it, it was a 19 like, year old it was like watching uh like saved by the bell where like all these
1: people are like 24 ha- playing 16 def- year olds
0: definitely have kids
1: as old as the characters they're playing why are you doing that like i'm um, pretty sure um ac slater had to wax his beard so it just looked like it he didn't have a beard and even then with, a baby face with, so he had a baby face but even then waxing his beard ac slater he probably had a beard like four minutes later anyway yeah. so it's just he was out he was out of college at that point Thank right lord
0: yeah and so so let us know your thoughts on this we're gonna have the uh, article of course in the show notes um you can uh write into geek30 podcast at gmail.com right all right um oh and one more thing the um on spider-man the video game looks really freaking cool oh yeah have you seen anything no.
1: about the video game we'll have to look at it later okay it's um it's a ps4
0: exclusive
1: Oh, i that surprise. But and you ever notice that the spin- uh, the the patience in three um, logo is exactly like the Spider Man logo from the Toby Maguire. That's true. You know, yeah, that's true. They, they really try to like monetize I mean, they, they've that. They've got. And they've got. It's like they were, a
0: weird Inception-y sort of thing. It, it,
1: incestuous, not Inception-y. Incestuous. It was so they, again when they were beating them shit into the ground, they kept beating it, and then they kept beating it, and they. So,
0: kept, so I think PlayStation aside, I think what they have going for them right now mm-hmm. with this game, at least, um, the developers are the same ones that um, have done some are the really, really good video games. They I think they have the potential to do something along the same caliber, I think, as the Batman Arkham series, which is one of my favorite video game series okay. of all time. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going right. to try it. Um, I, I really hope that it plays as good like they're talking about how just easy it is to play a spider-man because like you see he's like swinging from building to building and flying through windows and like right. doing other things like you know because he's very acrobatic like course, that's yes he should be spider-man yeah. so uh they they say that one of the most satisfying things about this game is how fluid the the controls feel mm-hmm. so that you can perform that stuff without it seeming
1: choppy i want to say that i did see something about this game and that they were going through a cutscene and it went straight into the gameplay that like they were working on on how the quality of level of, of visuals or whatever yeah work. they
0: it, yeah they basically have it's like the same they, they don't just do like cutscenes it's like in game footage right right exactly it's the cut scene, yeah. so um very impressive stuff anyway all right so next up we have um talk about uh, an have you heard of uh how do you, how do you pronounce this jojo is it is it Atari? It a Atari, Atari,
1: Atari? Atari. Something like that. Wasn't that a punk band? Atari. Yeah, the, the A-Taris. Ataris.
0: Um I can see it in you. You're Ataris? You're uh brown skin shining in the sun. They make that <laughs> song. Um Atari is making a new console for the first time in over 20 years. Dun,
1: dun, dun.
0: Uh, this is another article from Nerdist. Art- uh, 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 Artari? Artari. Artari. I'm feeling a little Artari right <laughs> Syndrome now. Syndrome of a Dan over yeah. there. Atari is one
1: <laughs> Syndrome of a Down. <laughs> I just got
0: that.
1: <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. Please don't excuse me. Oh my god.
0: I'm sorry, I'm dude, I'm still dying from allergy. I told you I need I need your allergist because I'm fucking dying. I'm over here like, oh I'm good. No, I know. I'm I'm dying. Atari is one of the key key companies in the history of video games and one of the initial giants in the console industry. Atari is arguably responsible for both the rise and fall of video games in the 70s and 80s. Atari has never entirely gone away, however. Uh, The company hasn't released a new console in 24 years. But at E3, Atari indicated that a new console is finally on the horizon. All right, so Atari announced the upcoming console will be called Atari Box.
1: (laughs) Atari Box. I mean, like, it's kind of like. Is it like Xbox? (laughs) I just. I feel like it's inappropriately like fun box like you know some like a female's box <laughs> like you know atari box it uh, yeah, just atari box it, it, it's, it's a it's a what bad sort of box situation. you have an
0: atari box
1: <laughs> oh, baby, ex- oh baby oh baby oh <laughs> baby
0: and its exterior looks a lot like the classic atari consoles including the wooden finish the um exact details of the atari box have not been yet uh, announced but presumably it will be powerful enough to carve out a place for itself in a landscape that includes xbox one playstation 4 and nintendo switch um Now, what I really wanted to talk about here, is it too little too late for another player to come into the console space? Like, I always think about, like, would it be too hard for Apple? Because Apple has always talked about, oh, we want to kind of get into the gaming space. They never really do, but Mm -hmm. they kind of did with the Apple TV. Um, But to really make as big of an impact as Nintendo, Sony, and, and Microsoft, do you think that's
1: possible, JoJo? It's always content first. You ever notice that the uh, the new Xbox platform and the new PlayStation platform are both 4K compatible and the Switch is only 1080p? Mm-hmm. In the dock, it's 20p when you hold it up. And yet people are flocking to the Switch left and right. It keeps selling out everywhere yeah. it goes. They don't care about the latest and greatest. They want content. Content is king. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, you know, Mario Kart Deluxe, where with, with they finally have a battle mode, you know, yeah. things like ARMS, bringing back some of the old school uh, super, uh, Street Fighter games, some of the Neo Geo stuff. They were the first to the virtual console and, and the digital games you could download. They're doing something amazing with a console that's half as powerful as the PS4 or the Xbox One. Right. So content is king here. They can absolutely carve out a place if they have the right content. Now, being that it's Atari, it's kind of funny because they... um, Pouring more beer, by the way. Pouring more beer. Uh, They were the ones back in the 80s where I think it was Konami was the first one or um, was it another one, another group? I'm, I'm... The Konami? The Konami? Like like, Konami Konami Code? Yeah. It was a bunch of developers who actually ended up um, leaving Atari because Mm -hmm. Atari believed that the only people who should be developing games for Atari was Atari. And everybody else – so they didn't want you to buy games. I hope they've gotten – I hope they've gotten past it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been 20 years. And they, and they make games for other platforms too, yeah. you know. So they obviously have. But at the time, when it was only Atari, you know, out there, and I don't think even ColecoVision was out yet, you know, mm-hmm. or Intellivision television, all that fun stuff. Yeah. You know, they didn't want anybody else to make the games except for the actual in-house – it's like Nintendo only making Nintendo titles and nobody else making games for Nintendo. Right. Only Xbox, only Microsoft and Bungie – well, not even Bungie anymore. Uh, 333 or whatever it is. Um, all that fun Sega. stuff yeah we're i mean just different companies you know so atari is actually they kind of shot themselves in the foot konami went out and made other game titles and then so things like the nintendo come out and you have multiple producers making games for it and it becomes awesome because you get this awesome platform you pick the game you want from the developer you want and it's awesome atari didn't have that mindset excuse me now they do and i feel like they're gonna reach out and try to uh exploit Mm -hmm. that because they that was 20 years ago more than that you know so we'll see
0: yeah, I think that I, I agree with you. I think that there's it's never too little too late. I think right. it's worth a shot if they're if they have a solid plan in place right. if, they've, if they've got um, a I think the graphics capabilities to keep up with the Switch at the very least. Right, Atari is has a name recognition where certain gamers. I think that younger gamers aren't going to flock to this right away. I'd pre-order one. I would too because yeah. just. Just out of pure curiosity, man, like I wanna see I wanna see what the potential is for games and like what maybe like wh- what developers specifically tie in with this. Right, right. You know, like you have like Naughty Dog that really tied in close with Sony and right. they they do like uh they do Last of Us, they do um Uncharted and like a bunch of other exclusives, just like um Bungie's done historically with Microsoft but before they
1: – broke off into their own thing and right now it's run by three 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 or studios something like that uh, or, yeah yeah three four three, three, four, three, four, three. three four
0: three. yeah yep. so what's gonna like i'm curious to see if if there's some kind of other developer like naughty dog wasn't really a thing prior right. to them really tying in close
1: with sony um i still expect like, atari to make their own exclusive which is going to be half yeah. the reason why it probably brings people over just like the others just like yeah i mean that, that's yep. as they should you know yep. um i still think that um They could have something similar to Switch or Xbox, or I mean, Nintendo. First off, where they have a virtual console and bring back their old retro games Mm -hmm. that you can play on there, and I think a lot of people would buy into that real quick because a lot of people had a twenty six hundred or the fifty eight hundred or you know the different platforms. Did you ever have one? I had, oh yeah, I had a twenty six hundred. My brother and I had a twenty six hundred. I had a Jaguar at one point too. Oh, nice. Uh, So it'd be nice to have retro versions of those games that they can someone could download, you know, in, in one spot.
0: And I bet, I bet you, if if they're smart they're going to have some kind of a marketplace where they're like download all the old Atari games for free and play them on this thing right just just or like a do dollar it. each or something yeah, like that or, you know yeah, yeah it's like just something to to draw in that crowd because right. that crowd is going to be like oh Atari I love Atari back oh okay I'll play this oh and I can happen to play the new I don't know Street right. Fighter I'm just saying like you know like like other game like on this thing
1: exactly
0: yeah you like that also I love the idea that it's wooden Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: cool That's fantastic. shit, man. Like
1: I'm wondering if they would actually make so I'm, I'm thinking things kind of like uh, the new Yoshis that are coming out that are wooly. You know, the, the wooly Yoshi, mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yoshi's Ecpec Yarn. Or was it Kirby's Ecpec Yarn? Um, no, this is... Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, Yoshi's Wooly World or something. World like or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wooly but Adventure. Where they're making something that's retro. It's a, it's a 2D platform, and they're making it good. They're bringing back Metroid uh, Prime, you know. And How exciting is that, by a, the way? A, a 2D scroller to the 3DS as well, you that's know? That's really fucking cool, man. So they're tab- Nintendo's tapping into yeah. old sources because it's replayable. And some of those games... Like the newer games, I would I would say like Skyrim, you have hours of playability, but sometimes you know you play through a, a, a story and you're done. You know, mm-hmm. something like Super Metroid on Super Nintendo, I played that through that game fifty, hundred times. You know, mm-hmm. Mega Man I played up. A- I already know what the story is. I go back and play because it's fun, and mm-hmm. I want a platform that can give me that. You know, um, I wonder if they're going to tap into that retro source instead of making just these ginormic epic three D landscapes. You know, I feel like if they got more of the two D fighters and the two D action games and the two D uh, platformers, yeah, they would hit a niche market. Two that... D,
0: I think two D platformer yeah. with the asterisk of, um, like, like. Uh, Basically futuristic, like you know today's technology mm-hmm. built into the graphical abilities. Well, yes capabilities. And no. It depends on the game. Don't do it just uh, to, to, for here, the sake of here, doing here's it. Here's an example, though. Yeah. Here, here's an example: Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the 2D, you know, game uh-huh. where yeah. where it's like a fighting thing. Yeah. That's a great example of how control schemes on on uh, you know your controllers right. have evolved, but you can still have that
1: uh, feeling of like old school eight bit. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Eight bit, sixteen bit. Keep it in that aspect. I thought you meant like get something that's two D scroller, but still no, no, be no, no, like three no, no. D animated and cel shaded I mean, and I, all I that mean, stuff. I yeah. I think I think
0: some could be, and, right. and it should be. But right. I think that that they have a potential to really capture a a. Um, A market of people who want that, right? Because there's a ton of games out there with this eight-bit. If you're in the Geek Thirty Happy Hour community on Facebook, for instance, I posted this article um, or this video of this new game coming out that is basically. Did you see it? Did you see it? By the way, did you happen to see it? Um, bear with me one second. I actually want to want to just pull up the name of it so I don't get this wrong. It looks visually like an old school game. Um, there but almost like the, uh, ambient background everything behind it is futuristic. Okay. So that's
1: the thing is I'm running um, I'm worried about. Oh, what is it? Uh um, oh, you're looking at it. Yeah, I've got uh, it right So here. The, the thing I'm looking at is um I see Destiny and I see their newly uh announced Anthem, which is basically Destiny mm. in a different setting, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that's
0: by that, let's be clear, that's BioWare, uh, yeah. the the makers of Mass Effect, Mass Effect and yeah. stuff, not Destiny, but exactly. but it's basically
1: their answer to Destiny. Their answer to Destiny. I see things like uh Call of Duty and Battlefield And then one day Titanfall comes out and suddenly Battlefield and Call of Duty look like Titanfall, you know? Yeah. I see, you know, a lot of games that, well, this is where people want. It's like, no, I want an actual Battlefield um i'll check that out in a minute yeah I'll, i want an actual battlefield that's battlefield i want a call of duty that's called you i want a Titanfall. That's t- i want the actual games to be themselves i don't want mirrors of each other i just want something that's gonna be fun in its own unique aspect mm-hmm. And i feel like everybody right now is kind of play off of whatever they think is popular to make a better version of whatever is what mm-hmm. is already out there and i want something to kind of scale it back and say hey let's look at Again, 2D platformers, puzzles, mm-hmm. uh, Street Fighter, you know, Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. I don't need it to be in a 3D environment. Give me a 2D fighter. You know, Dude, you
0: know what I, I've enjoyed a lot was the uh, DC Injustice game. Okay, the, the two just came out two three weeks ago. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I actually played it for free because I just signed up for the PlayStation uh, like on-demand game mm-hmm. thing um uh, because you get like a week for free and that was the game like I, I just wanted to i was gonna go out and buy it and i saw like i could play for free so i was right. like yeah i'll just sign up for a week and then cancel it so i played i had a blast man okay. like and it, and, it, and it really harkens back to your very simple i mean the graphics are beautiful don't right, get me right, wrong right, yeah the, but the uh but the way it, it plays is just like old school Mortal Kombat. Right. And and uh, Street Fighter. Like, it really feels like one of those games. I literally got a blister playing it. Just like <laughs> I used to back in Street Fighter. Right,
1: right. I love that. And, and, that's, and that's what I want. I don't want... So I, I do have a place in my heart for Tekken and stuff like that. But things started, like Virtual Fighter, but things started getting like in the 3D environments and you're worrying about this. I just mm-hmm. want left and right and fight, you know? Yeah,
0: and that, that's essentially what they did. Yeah. Um, and, and what I'm showing him right now is a game called Last Night. So I think mm-hmm. they talked about this Three. And it, Last it, it looks.
1: Night, she said.
0: I'm sorry. Was that a cat?
1: <laughs> All
0: right. So um, you can kind of see here it's got very, um, it's almost futuristic mm-hmm. mixed with 8 bit. Okay. mix it's a very interesting unique artistic style I, I love the way that looks i think that if they were to bring some of that in and and, and uh just to kind of wrap up this this specific topic mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you another thing um w- when we're talking about a rehashing of uh, certain ips certain playstyles even like you know we, we talk about on the show a lot mm-hmm. th- when when we're dealing with movies when we're dealing with video games where's the original ip i right. hear that a lot in the community in right. general so um i mean do you think that that it would be possible i think that you know w- when we're dealing with the atari we're definitely going to see some retro titles <laughs> is that just going to be just exciting for maybe 2 weeks and then it and then it just kind of falls out or do you think uh, because they're they're in this desire to like bring back the old where's the original Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
1: once upon a time there was a game called marathon and uh the makers of marathon it was an apple exclusive game Mm -hmm. um and the makers of marathon wanted to make a second game and microsoft thought this was game was phenomenal so what did they do they bought the company and they made that that game a launch title for the original xbox and this game was halo by bungie Mm-hmm. It was originally supposed to be a Mac-only game that was bought by Microsoft and became the Xbox One title, and it's their, It's one of their, their leading things. Um, there are people out there um, who are making new IPs, and even Atari itself, that is a game company that has been around for however long, 40 years at this point, 50 if not uh, more, um, they can come up with original IPs. I cannot imagine an environment where they're planning a console to come out and not have a launch title for it. At least one launch title, one original IP, and an actual original IP, not a retro rehash, whatever. No, yep. It's Something that they actually would say this is brand new for this new system, this new tech, and all like, that like stuff. Like
0: PlayStation did with like I I just think of this because this is a very classic example. Mm. But like what they did with Uncharted. Right. Um, Because that was, I think it was, it was a launch title with PlayStation Three, okay, and it, you know, and it and it continued on, and and same thing could be said again, Halo with, with Microsoft with Xbox and stuff, but I I think PlayStation specifically because PlayStation One has been around longer than. I think Xbox, the original Xbox, right? right yeah, but that was originally so, a
1: Nintendo, so that's a different story. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. well, Again, speaking of Sony, they wanted to control the Nintendo characters in their own aspect, the same way they controlled the Sony aspect. So can you imagine Nintendo characters under Sony's influence and what you've seen in the last 20 years of Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. That's when Nintendo pulled out of Sony. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. That's what she said.
0: Otherwise, you'd end up with a, with a baby, which is what we <laughs> dealt with, right, Diana? <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay, crying baby of series. That's fine. <laughs> um, all right, so now, oh my God, we get to finally talk about this. Okay, finally. Right. So, so, so here we go, guys. This is going to be the part of the show where we're going to talk about spoiler-filled stuff regarding Guardians of the Galaxy Two. It's been out for about a month, right? About a month
1: ish yeah um by the time this comes out so it's been more know, than a month it released may 5th i think and yeah uh, it's, yeah, like, so, yeah it's the middle of the month so yeah <laughs> about a month and a half let's, like just, five weeks. Let, let's
0: just round up um so if you've heard if you've seen the movie great s- stick around if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be um you, you don't want to be exposed to any spoilers um you can tune out we're going to count down here it's five four three two one Yondu died! <laughs> oh Wait, my god. You're supposed
1: to say Han Solo. Oh, sorry. I, Han, no, no, wrong movie, Jojo. But you always say Han Solo. Han
0: Solo died!
1: <laughs> there we go. Right. And Yondu died. And it could be about Little House on the Prairie or, Green, or whatever, and it's just <laughs> Han Solo dies, you know? It's gotta be Han Solo dies. Oh, man. That's the running joke.
0: So, uh, what did you think? It was amazing. It, it was, was a movie it needed to be. It needed. A movie, be. Right? It, needed yeah. it was a yes, movie thank, it needed to be. Yes, it, it's exactly... I, I think that it was different enough from the first one you, mm. you see what i mean when i was because i was we went out for a drink last right. night before you went to go see the movie right, with right. Neil. yes and uh I, one thing that i that i and said Rindy was and Diddy and yeah actually my sister we, had, and... we had a whole bunch of people from the geek 30 <laughs> community it was a lot of fun um so we, we met out at tin can and brewing company yes. so if you're ever in gainesville go check them out awesome beer now um wh- one of the things that i mentioned to you was it's um it's got a very different feel from the first one right um and it it that's exactly kind of what it needed to be, right? Like, right. Well, so,
1: I mean, a lot of movies try to hit lightning twice, which is ridiculous. Right. Um,
0: you know what? On that note, yeah, I think a great example of that are the Austin Power movies.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing over and yeah, over. again. Yeah, it's
0: the same jokes that they use. Like, and was, and granted,
1: they're, they're fun. Like, they're fun yeah. to watch. The first one, I can still watch the first one a thousand times. Yes. The second and third one, don't. Yeah, I, they don't just, have. We, we watch by the, the By you're a me. like gold member and yeah, stuff, and you're just like, like, okay. toy, like a <laughs> tiger. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Get out of here. But um, the first one established a group. You know, it 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 established the characters. This one defined them. It helped give depth to the characters, and it did so in a way that said that didn't say, "Hey, we're gonna just do the same thing and have fun." Whatever. No, there's actual storyline, there's plot. Things change. Mm -hmm. You know, this. You see the growth of these characters, and it was done so well.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing that I really liked about the movie, and I disliked about the movie, all at the same time. Mm -hmm was Drax. I I really so so I loved Drax because you see him kind of open up. In the first movie he's very serious but right and he was hilarious all at the same time. Right. In this movie he's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and he's so silly, but I think he almost and this is no fault of uh what's his name who Batista. plays him. Batista yeah. who plays him. I, I think that it's just a direction I think he uh-huh. was a little over silly at times I think okay. that at times they try a little too hard um which takes you out of i I almost feel like Drax could have pulled some of that off if he was just a little bit
1: i guess less I, the reason silly. why I don't see that uh, you introduce him in the first one as a prisoner and he's trying to kill one person and you're telling him don't kill this one person because we need this one person for this other person mm-hmm. and so his goal is to kill. Mm-hmm. And the second one, he's not trying to kill anybody. He's trying to be a family member. And so he's just like, you know, he's got like the dad joke kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I remember in the first one, him making a joke about, you know, the, the plant and the guy and the green horror. Okay, okay, we get, you know, so yeah. he, he had that silliness in the first yeah. one. And then but this he, one, you it know. Comes off it, yeah. it comes
0: off Um, in that, it, I guess what I'm trying to say is that in that first movie, it comes off very much like um, very genuine. He's just mm-hmm. very serious matter of fact about things. Right. The second movie... Where I tend to have, and it's really not even a problem, it's more just like an observation, is that they laid on kind of heavy with Mm -hmm. him hysterically laughing about it. Right. Whereas I I want him, like some of the best moments was where he talked about Mantis looking hideous. (laughs) She was, he was like. She was was convinced that she was hideous. (laughs) Oh yeah, he was like, you're just awful to look at. And like, he was very sincere and serious about it. Um and, and there were some times where he would crack up and I was like oh that's really funny. There were sometimes where he would crack up and I'd right. be like,
1: it's a little like yeah it's a little much. I mean they still they still gave raccoon his eye you know They, they still had fun with you know so yeah you know they had fun with all the characters. I didn't see it out of place because I, I felt he was again a family member more than mm-hmm. just you know somebody trying to kill everybody else. Um, my
0: favorite moment of the movie was where um Peter Quill Star Lord calls rocket a trash panda <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that all? is it better
0: <laughs> <laughs> i
1: i think i was crying because i was laughing so hard at that that was so good uh, i uh it got very intense the the uh the bromance between not bromance but the uh the relationship between yondu and raccoon yeah. was super intense oh, man it was and i so loved good, it wasn't it was it? so good it was like, so well done oh
0: man i and Michael Rooker's great. Great guy. Yeah. I loved watching him in um The Walking Dead and like a lot of other stuff. He's great as Yondu. Um the the whole bit where uh the, um Baby Groot was going to get the things back and
1: forth for him in yeah, rocket. Yeah, he, he needs to get the fin. Yeah. Um and, and he doesn't know what a fin is. He doesn't instead, know English. W- so w- what does he get? What does he get? Judge? The first couple, thing he gets a is things. a pair of underpants. Yeah. The first thing he gets is it's like And <laughs> they're ratchet as shit. Literally. I, I'm pretty sure those were washed ones too. I mean they're Ew. just uh, yeah, Ew. exactly. <laughs> um he gets uh he Oh my god, all the things he got. Didn't he, he get like he, a hooded ornament he, or something? He brought an eye. No, they gave him a token. It's like it's a drawer that's marked like this, and they gave him a, a token. He tried to wear it as a hat, and he was supposed yeah. to wear it as a hat. Um So you've
0: seen it. You've seen it. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while right. since I've seen it. Because I saw it right when it came out. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. He brought them like. Like a hand, a foot or a hand yeah. or something, yeah, and yeah. they were like a toe. Yeah, like, was it a toe? Yeah. Okay. They were like, like you guys, do you have we, a fridge? Yeah. Do, <laughs> we don't even want to know where
1: you got that.
0: And, and he's and, and we're Baby never gonna so talk innocent. about this again.
1: Yeah. Um, it, he brings like a desk at one point. He like pulls the desk. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. he can wake up everybody yeah. by pulling that desk.
0: It's so good. Laughable in the uh, in the chat room says, I'm Mary Poppins,
1: y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Laughable is our grand it's prize
0: a, winner of the Wookiee uh, Wookie Roar contest, this, uh, by the way?
1: This is this is a scene where he comes down and it's like, You look like Mary Poppins. Is he good? Oh yeah, he's a famous yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all.
0: Um, so I think um Oh, oh, also when Baby Groot threw up. That was Arya the other day when she threw up all over me. Who's that? Like,
1: yeah, no, no official expression. just, yeah, yeah. just, just <laughs> matter kind of fact. Of those, Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> except,
0: except, Ario was more like blah, blah. like it just I, kept
1: flowing. The uh, the number of jumps you can do is like fifteen, you know, and just like seventy. It's like, no, it's more like two hundred, and you see like their eyes. Yeah, like that's that's that so was so hilarious. Oh, was so good.
0: <laughs> now, now let, let let's talk about kind of the the moment that really hit a lot of us at home. Mm-hmm. I think the the, the Yandu death scene. We kind of see where Peter Flynn, uh, you know the. Peter Quinn Quinn sorry Flynn I was thinking because I just talked to Carl Jason Legasin, yeah, watched, yeah. <laughs> um Peter Quinn uh, just, uh you know has has been dealing with these father issues for yeah. years his entire life because his father was never there uh we find out his father is literally <laughs> a, a um a planet <laughs> celestial a uh, murdering <laughs> planet so uh, but but here it is, Yandu, the guy who captured him, who he thought was just kind of a piece of shit, yeah, was actually more of a father to him than his actual father has been. And in a way, he protected him. Yeah. yeah.
1: He took advantage of him, made him you know steal and all that fun stuff, and t- taught him how to like fight and all that stuff. Yeah, whatever. But, but, but in a
0: lot of ways he protected him. He protected
1: him. him, he kept him safe from his own father. Because if he was a kid doing that, he wouldn't have an attachment to everybody and he would just let it happen. Uh-huh. But he has an attachment to people and then he learns that, you know his dad was the cause of his mother's death mm-hmm. there's an issue there <laughs> how know?
0: um how heartbreaking was that scene for you
1: i think uh so equally parts the uh finding out that he had killed his mom that eagle had killed peter quinn's mom mm-hmm. and Yandu uh sacrificing himself and going to space and all, they were both like really gut-wrenching it's Excuse it's me.
0: it's really hard yeah. to watch just kind of watching him sacrifice himself was right. was really difficult for me um because you see it i think i think it's just a testament to how underrated of an actor michael rooker is right. yeah, by the absolutely. way yeah like he kind of comes off as playing these slimy characters and yeah. whenever i see him like as for instance when he was merle in, in walking dead yeah. and in this situation like he's he's really come off as just an incredible um an incredible actor in those situations where he's, you know, I mean, it's no spoiler now. Like, you're not going to watch The Walking Dead. He dies. He, <laughs> he becomes he becomes a zombie. Okay. And, and yeah. ends up, his brother ends up killing him okay. bec- as a zombie. So yeah. he, um, that that was a really hard scene to watch, just
1: kind of. It's just, it's funny, again, this is more, they introduced the characters last movie. They define the character in this one. Uh-huh. And it's not just the Guardians that grow up. Um, he grows up in a way yeah at the end when he gets his fin when he gets out of the the, the prison he walks confidently and mm-hmm. not a person can touch him you know when he, it, it just it, oh, he just decimates annihilates yeah. the entire entirely they don't crew. have a chance you know and and it's funny um it, it starts off with the guy going i didn't mean to mutiny it, you know so he helps with the fin because again um give getting the wrong thing he goes, it's not that and he, yeah, got, yeah. he grabs the actual you know thing whatever um he goes i didn't mean to, to cause a mutiny and blah 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 whatever so you know he saves them spares and whatever but seeing Macro worker take off from that point mm-hmm. and then fight with the guardians and then say you know it's it's they built them up in such a way as like you can't go back and then because you weren't already like torn at the heartstrings Then you have all the different ships show up for all the different Ravagers. It's like, oh shit, now just, you know, water works. (laughs) So so one thing that they did really well
0: in that movie was... Uh, Sylvester Stallone's character and all those other characters—he kind of
1: didn't expect him in there. Didn't yeah, know, didn't know he was in there. So,
0: so the, all those characters yeah. are the
1: original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Starhawk and all the fun stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was really well done. The other uh, thing that they alluded to was Adam Warlock. Yep. Uh, are you familiar with who Adam Warlock is? I am.
1: We had a discussion that he—you said he was needed in the Infinity Wars—and I'm mm-hmm. telling you, this is the MCU, and they don't need him. You don't think so? No, this is the MCU. Have you Have you read the comic? I haven't read the comic. Okay.
0: He um. All I'm gonna say is, th- without without talking too much about, uh-huh. it, it, here, here's the thing: yeah. if they follow the comic to a T, which I doubt they're going to do because of how it's they have...
1: Exactly, civil war, exactly, exactly, six people versus like hundreds, exactly. you know, so they're not so gonna.
0: Adam Warlock, at mm-hmm. least in the comics, yeah, it, he's the he, he's the story. Mm-hmm. Whereas you you walk into that thing thinking it's gonna be about uh, Captain America, and it's right. all Adam Warlock. Okay. Now, if they if they tend to uh, move away from that general theming, mm-hmm. which something tells me that they will, right? He's going to be more of an ancillary character.
1: I think he's going to be more of like the wise. You I, know, I, no, I'm going well, to guide you through the Merlin. I don't thing. think he's going to show up in the Infinity War. I don't think he's going to show up until the third Guardians. I think they're going to skip him altogether. You think? I think so.
0: So, and that that so that brings up an interesting thing. Now, I mean, like, because you have the Infinity War, and then you have the Infinity Gauntlet like mm-hmm. series. So, like who? Yeah, who knows where they're going to bring him in. Right. Because,
1: um, I mean, I remember – and this is, again, off the cuff. You have the comic books. You have the MCU. You also have the animated series. They had the Avengers Assemble as animated uh-huh. series. And at one point, they go against Thanos and um – Iron Man, because it's only 20 minutes long, you know, because it's a, the kid's show. Right. Um, Iron Man figures out that Thanos' uh, floating tech is actually based on some vintage uh, tech that he had built. And so he's able to hack into an old version of his OS and then to throw him out of his chair. And they were able to best him and blah, 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 blah. So it's just the Avengers taking him on mm-hmm. without having to do all the that stuff. So I, there are different ways of, t- of taking it on. I understand that the comic book does have uh, – the same thing with Logan. The Logan movie and the Logan comic book have similar themes but they are not the same story whatsoever um right. they're just completely two different beasts you know that at one point well also because licensing and copyright because between yeah, fox true. and whatever but at one point in the comic book um you see a a tiny dot of a vehicle that logan's driving and his giant skeleton and i'm talking to skeletons like size the rest in town center, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're driving underneath it. And that was Ant-Man. And it's like, that was cool, you know? It was, mm-hmm. So it's, it's these things that have happened, and they're going through all this stuff. And so there's things that didn't show up in the movie. I don't think they're going to take the Adam Warlock uh, road on the Avengers movie. They didn't with the Civil War, you know? They went five on five, six on six, versus, you know, hundreds Instead on of each like, other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like An actual, you know, registration a few dozen thing. dozen versus a few dozen. Right. Yeah, so, so I think they're going to have a different approach. I, I, think, I think
0: he's going to... So the way I see it, mm-hmm. I think he he'll be part of the Thanos story for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't think he's go I, they they've, they've spent too much time building up Steve Rogers and right. Tony Stark and all these characters to be this big character, you know. It's like they're not going to take all that away to just feature this character that they just mentioned. I I think he's going to be a um just kind of this added thing mm-hmm. on the side of the movie.
1: That, that, he might be a cut and paste a little character on the side, just to That's have. That's kind of in what our exact cut and paste. I, is I, exactly I, what I, was I still for. think it's going to be mostly the Avengers, and being that we just watched Guardians mm-hmm. two and seen that uh, is Celestial, his light might not be part of the planet anymore. I imagine he's still half part Celestial, so he's still going to have certain powers. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Granted to him that yep. you know, they're, it's going to help. <laughs> you know? I mean, I went,
0: I went into this thing thinking that his father was going to be Adam Warlock and
1: <laughs> so who knows we'll, well see I mean, um, his father in the real in the real comic book wasn't a celestial either so right <laughs> so you know who knows we'll, right. we'll see
0: they, they're throwing us curveballs it's all still good though I right. I, I enjoyed the movie Absolutely. um I still like the first one more it's not that the second one was bad Neil right I know you're gonna listen <laughs> to this thing and be like I always didn't like it <laughs> no I I loved it yeah I, I just think that um I, I personally enjoyed the first one more
1: I think I liked them both equally. Did you? Okay, yeah. Good. Um, I so, can watch both of them limited times. You know, number unlimited amount of times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: fantastic story. Great acting. Great –
1: just everything, man. I, it's a
0: great mm-hmm. movie. Absolutely. Um, So I'm glad you liked
1: it. Thank I'm glad you. you got to see it. Finally. Now I got to work on Wonder Woman and Alien Covenant and Transformers whenever that comes yes.
0: up. Yes. Wonder Woman first and then Stranger Things. No. And then Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> No. Um, wait, wait, wait. What, one last thing before we stop. Uh, what do you think about the evolution of the sister relationship between nebula and uh what's her face um G- Gamora. gamora yeah. gamora Gorona is from freaking warlock uh my Gorona,
1: matrona no i no, will say uh, gonorrhea yeah. <laughs> good lord um it was well played again more character depth you mm-hmm. know um and they fought you know they, they fought it wasn't that they didn't fight they, they fought and they talked it out and they mm-hmm. worked together and even even when they were fighting they still looked out for each other which is kind of you know weird to see that you know hey we're kind of kick each other's ass but also don't die yeah
0: <laughs> you know? we're just trying to take off each- <laughs> right we're, we're just taking out each other's frustrations
1: <laughs> and you know they, you finally see where each one of them are coming from it's like dude we're both kids we're both this we're both that you know what, what did you expect i thought that was well done i yeah. thought it was really well done actually
0: I'm pouring another beer. Sorry, guys. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I just enjoyed every bit of that. Go ahead and kill that. Um, yeah, man. I Again, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Glad we were able to talk about it. And now we're going to get into the Geek 30 question of the week. Last week's question, uh, we've gotten a few good responses, and there's there, there's a uh, very specific response I'm looking forward to sharing with you, JoJo. Uh, so <laughs> I haven't the, seen them yet. Yeah, yeah. So this is the Geek 30 question of the week.
1: I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately.
0: So last week's question of the week was, if you had to have a a title after being knighted, what would yours be? I, I said something along the lines of, like, uh, Alex the Slayer of Sharks, because, you know, fuck sharks. That's they're
1: a, they're, they're a, just not— no, a, yeah, yeah, JoJo, the whole they have and, no soul. I don't know why. JoJo, no, Listen. We just talked about lesbians and you're talking about, you know, let everyone be, it, but you want to fuck a shark. Well not no, no, like no, no, not no, like no, I okay, don't hold fuck on, a shark. You don't want to fuck a shark. But you want to like
0: <laughs> I want to <laughs> yeah. like slay a shark
1: because <laughs> that just
0: seems Listen, the, the more sharks... Oh, by the way, the whole lesbian comment. we were just, Because this is going to... You're not going to hear the, the original conversation that we were talking about. We were talking mic. about an
1: edited um, uh, word from Scarface when they made Scarface G-rated. And they went from lesbians to lame brains. And it yeah. just was really bad. And, and we're
0: sitting here like, it's not like lesbians is a bad word it's just how some people are right like, it's we've come a long way as but a society it was
1: an 80s movie and it was meant to be offensive yeah. at the time and yeah. it's just it was ridiculous anyway. <laughs> um
0: yeah so sharks they 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 steal they're people's lovable souls. adorable they're just no they they are smiling at you they're yeah with all those teeth each one sucking out a piece of your soul as they bite they
1: lose you. more teeth like in a year than you use in your whole life yeah well
0: too bad for them <laughs> That's all I have to say to it. Um, I'll put them out of their misery. How about that? So, Alex, the Slayer of Sharks, what was yours, JoJo? Brewmaster of War. That's right. Now, um, let me go back here to our responses. So, uh, Matt said Sir Mix-A-Lot. Isn't that a DJ name? Yeah. I mean, you know, but it's fine. You can be Sir Mix-A-Lot.
1: Isn't it like Anaconda? Was that Sir Anaconda, don't want unless
0: you got buns, hon. Hold
1: on. Yeah, that was Sir Mix a lot. Okay, I, I don't want to get my rappers. Yeah, that was mixed our, up. that was. Uh, I got big butt. Yeah, big got back. Okay. Yeah, I like okay. big, yeah, <laughs> big
0: butts, and I cannot lie. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. There you go. Um. Uh, so so uh, uh,
1: double up. Uh. Uh.
0: That's right. Neil, um, said Sir Emerald Dragon because his, uh, his last name and Dragon, and that that's just how he goes. Yeah. You know, He's fine. Also kind of um, awesome. Uh. Sam on DC says. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Here we go. Okay. <gasps> his Royal Highness. Samuel, first of his name, defender of the realm, lord commander supreme of the forces, protector of the dogs, holder of the chalice of Cabernet Franc,
1: and master chef. I feel like that may have been a little bit of plagiarism from like North Korea's, you know, Kim Jong un. Listen, just because Sam is Korean doesn't mean that. I figured he was South Korean. I feel like he can do a little I mean you know <laughs> knock North Korean yeah but that's fair Okay, just give fair. you shit that was an awesome name <laughs> I loved it
0: I loved it um, well I think that um, just in the sake of time we're gonna continue to to move along um, the uh
1: Moving
0: uh, there is a new question of the week. This was actually inspired by Deanna in honor of Father's Day. Dun, dun, dun. Um, what aspect of your father and you know things that they have uh instilled on you, Jojo mm-hmm. and Alex? Uh w- w- what what have they instilled on you that has really been um prevalent? Something that has inspired you to be a better person? Um, like for me, I, I think about what uh, my my dad's work ethic. Mm-hmm. He's um he, you know you think about what my my parents have uh w- well first of all my my dad's whole side of the family fled from Cuba right they came to the United States with literally nothing and uh my my father now has a semi executive position at a large company so he at is a in, a, yeah, in a 4K <laughs>
1: TV yeah
0: so he, he's in a very good position he's right. worked his way to the top he literally started in the mailroom. I'm not kidding. He yeah. literally started in the mailroom. Like, right, that's the American dream, right there. Right, it's amazing. Um, so I'm very proud of of what he's accomplished. It's kind of inspired me to want to, you know, pursue entrepreneurial things along with you know like my work ethic at my you know daytime job, etc. Um, what has inspired you, Jojo?
1: It's a, I mean, it's a similar topic worth effect, but I think a different approach in okay. which. Um, we talked about taekwondo indomitable spirit <laughs> you know yeah, yeah yeah um my dad started in puerto rico at the rotc going to get his bachelor's married my mom had my sister he was not actually president for my sister's birth uh because she had to do something with the army um gets stationed in san antonio my brother and i come out you know he's going all over the place he works on his master's gets his master's does a bunch of other stuff and um always puts family first but it's always like working hard mm-hmm. he's never not had time for us you know mm-hmm. um and so i see that and you know I'm, I'm currently and most people don't know this i actually work two jobs mm-hmm. um i'm i i don't see it as an issue i know there's certain things i'm trying to take care of and mm-hmm. i see okay i'm gonna go take care of them i don't make an excuse for it right. i don't run away from it i don't hide from it i don't blame somebody else for it there's something i gotta take care of I'm going to so, go so take could, care of could it. You,
0: could, so, could you say that one of the qualities that your father's passed down to you is mm. your ability to just kind of grab life by the reins, by right. the cojones, yeah. if you will, because <laughs> we're Hispanic. Right. Um, and just get shit done.
1: Just get shit done, you yep. know? And that's, that's half the reason why I, I fix shit now because. Um, Half the time, I didn't have the money, so I was going to pay somebody else figure to do it. it. I yep. figure it out myself. The other half is like, well, if I just do it myself, I can learn one other thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That's a beautiful thing, man. Um, so, I mean, just like we were talking about my, my receipt earlier. I just bought a $70 torque wrench. Um, and it's one of those things like, I've really need, never needed a torque wrench before. But now, there's a repair I need to do on my car. I can do it for myself. $70 torque wrench, $30 part, 100 bucks I got it fixed. It'll be 250 if I had to take it to a dealership. Next time I have to fix it, if it goes out bad again... It'd be thirty bucks, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I've got that taken care of, yep. you know. So I just, I I don't I don't make excuses for that mm-hmm. shit, you know. I just go and fucking do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it's incredible to I I definitely see that in you. Um, you know, I think I think one of the interesting things about our upbringing, mm-hmm. and it, and it comes a lot from that Latino and, and the mm-hmm. Hispanic side of the the. That that culture—it's a very hardworking culture. A a lot of people tend to look at that and like they see the lazy Mexicans. You know, (laughs) no, like some of the hardest working people are—you know—come from there. And and um, that's real. It's really inspiring to me, especially when you see them literally come from nothing to becoming millionaires. Like absolutely, and that's the beauty of the American dream. Right you know that's the american happen. dream yeah. right there and that and that's what they that's what they embody it's awesome right so um you know i think in in honor of of father's day we want to you know consider that um you know another thing that that has been uh th- that that i thought a lot about with this so you know with my other podcast the, the dad chronicle you can go to the and listen to that Jamie talked about how uh his mother you know he grew up without a father oh wow um his mother literally worked went to school at night didn't have a degree when their dad left them yeah went to school at night got her master's degree raised them from by, from the time jamie was like three or mm-hmm. something um and then he has a younger sister so wow. two kids you see where this yeah. is going like yeah. you have this amazing work ethic right and absolutely. um and something that he uh that he has uh really taken on was just the idea that you know, you just get shit done, man. Right. When when something needs to happen, you just do it. Just do it. Yeah. So he was um he it was very inspiring to hear that from him. A lot of people out there may maybe listening say, I don't have a dad. Right. I, I grew up without a dad. Maybe I got two moms, something like that. Um a lot of that inspiration, the the classic father figure, that head of the household, the you know, the the machissimo thing. Yeah may not come from a male it may come from something else maybe you celebrate your father's day in a different way we would love to hear that maybe is so, your dad maybe is your dad yeah that is a thing michael rooker has gotten around so uh <laughs> let us know geek30podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear that and of course this is just another plug um the, uh, the the Geek 30 Happy Hour community on Facebook is very active. We really recommend that you guys check it out if you guys are ever on Facebook. Something to just share is that we have um, kind of uh, given a, a very soft launch to our new Geek 30 Happy Hour t-shirts. These t-shirts um, are awesome. They got our Geek 30 Happy Hour logo on them. We gave a very— Wait, When, when um, does my discount kick in? Uh, no, you and I don't get a discount. We uh, what, just— what? I know.
1: I know. I quit.
0: We just I quit. <laughs> we just we just spend the money. That's all it is. It's all for you guys. God damn it is Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah. So we we end up uh, we ended up doing a, a soft launch to the Geek Thirty Happy Hour community on Facebook, giving them a, a discount on the shirts. Yeah. And uh, we're almost out of shirts because so many people have wanted them. Now, if you guys want a shirt, um, you by the time you guys hear this, you can go to geek30.com. There's a shop button there, and it will send you to our online portal where you can you know uh, see what sizes are left. <laughs> and we're, we're going to be continuing to stock up shirts, but um, right. definitely take advantage of that. But it, you know these are the sort of things. If you were to uh, participate in the Geek30 Happy Hour community on Facebook, you can you can uh, you know take advantage of some of that.
1: You have extra medium. Uh, yes, I do have
0: extra mediums and extra larges. <laughs> I don't need an extra large. I mean, extra extra medium. mediums. Extra medium. Yes. Like, is that would that just be considered a large at that point? I mean, not quite. get it because extra medium. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, so you can go to uh, again geek 30com dot com and click on the uh, shop button. So with that, JoJo, I think that we should go ahead and end the show. So Absolutely. where else can people
1: reach us? So um, if you want to throw a gauntlet at Brett and Bill. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you guys. Uh, www.geek30.com. Click uh, links to everything over there. At um, Geek30 on Twitter. 30 is spelled out in both case scenarios. Look up Geek30 Happy Hour on YouTube and Facebook. And 443 if you want to leave a voicemail
0: absolutely and be sure to give us a five star rating on itunes we certainly appreciate that thanks to everybody who has adopted the geek 30 happy hour t-shirt if you get a t-shirt be sure to post on social media um you can tag us at geek 30 again spell out the word 30 um we, we we love the support we love everybody out there thank you very much for everything um so until next time thank you so much for
1: geeking out with us see ya You got your show notes up? I got my show notes up. I'm moving my mic to make sure I don't have to. No, that's fair. So I can I don't have to make like sounds in the middle of the recording. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There it <laughs> is. God, I've been waiting for that. I'm glad that did not come out during the show. <laughs> oh, looks like baby's not the only one that needs to be burped. <laughs> oh no. That,
0: hey, It's funny though, because when I burp her because of the vibration uh-huh. from me patting her back. I burp way more than she does. Because you, you hold her here and you're like, it's kind of like this on your chest. And honestly, I don't,
1: I don't burp a lot. I really don't, don't? burp a lot. I'm, I'm more, I'm a farter. Oh, you're a farter. I'm a farter. See,
0: I have a hiatal hernia, so my, my esophagus doesn't close. <laughs> so I just always
1: acid reflux. Ah, uh, okay. It's okay. just, it's just how it is. I have no excuse for whatever's coming out of my rear end. It just comes out a lot, and most of the time it doesn't smell like anything. But sometimes it's, you know, death and you know stuff. So that, was,
0: that, that, um, yesterday we took aria to vk who's the geeky parent if you've ever listened to that episode of geek 30 yeah and she was um she was holding her at at paradise springs you know we went to the winery and she goes whoop she she's putting and then she's like oh oh man it smells so bad she definitely pooped and and the and i looked at her like you sure like (laughs) because she just has terrible farts right right she was like, no, I, she had to have pooped, and I just kind of peeked in there.
1: I was like, nope, she didn't. That's
0: just. She was like, that was a fart,
1: and I was like, yeah, homegirl, homegirl's got some skill. But it's hilarious. So um, every parent's gonna be different, no matter what, and so you can't really give advice one because yeah. every, every parent's gonna be different and every child's gonna be different.
0: That's what every every parent who's held her and yeah. she's farted in their arms, right. They're like, oh man, she totally pooped, yeah, but and I'm they, like, no.
1: But it's one of those things that they they, they talk into the definitives like, yeah. you don't know my child. Yeah, it's like, who oh, are shit. you? <laughs> Like, hold on. There it is.
0: Oh, what's up, Rath? Rath's in the chat room. Hello, Rath. Currently I just drinking a
1: fusion brew. Is it going to be bad? No, that's not. Uh, okay.
0: He, t- he, knows, he knows his farts better than <laughs> I do. I would have smelled it already.
1: If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.